We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Ave Maricela Dei Mater Alma Atve Semper Virgo Felix Semporta Everybody, Steve with Sensfidelia. I just wanted to put this little uh, podcast together on distractions and if you if you find me on Twitter, you see me. Um, you saw that I posted this or tweeted this uh, video out. I uh, saw a lot of secular folks were posting it out, so I figured why not share it around. Yeah, obviously you see the dog. He's focused on the on the black hockey hockey puck. Well, his owner is shooting balls all over him, and the dog is not moving. Great discipline, right? So why does this have to do with anything in our day? Well, let me show you this. There is a 2003 document from the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith uh, against same-sex unions, and the Pope is obviously saying he uh, sees things a little differently. Uh, it is, it's, it's, it's momentous because he's saying it as Pope. He said it before as Archbishop of Buenos Aires. He's saying it on the record, uh, and he's being very clear. It's not simply he's tolerating it, he's supporting it. Well, I, I think one thing it says is that uh, the, the bishops, um, who are many in different countries, who are uh, sort of uh, violently against uh, civil unions are going to have to rethink their positions. You know, you often have bishops in the United States and, and especially in places like Poland who say that they are a threat to traditional marriage. Now you have the Pope saying he supports them. And so they're going to have to rethink what they're the Vatican has published the full list of participants for the Synod on Synodality in Rome this October. Nearly one-third of the 364 voting delegates were chosen by Pope Francis. EWTN News Vatican correspondent Colin Flynn has more. Today, the Vatican published the full list of participants who will take part in the upcoming Synod on Synodality gathering in October. Nearly a third of the 364 voting delegates for the Synod have been chosen directly by Pope Francis. Some of the names include German Cardinal Muller and the American Cardinals Gregory of Washington, D.C., Cardinal O'Malley of Boston, and Cardinal Supage of Chicago. Included in those nominations as well is the often controversial Jesuit, Father James Martin. The U.S. Bishops' Conference has elected five members to attend the assembly, including Cardinal Dolan of New York and the U.S. Conference President, Archbishop Brolio and Bishop Barron of Minnesota. The Doctrine Committee head Bishop Flores of Brownsville, who is leading preparations for the Synod for the U.S. bishops, will also be with them. The U.S. delegation features advocates for religious freedom, pro-life protections and immigration. Interesting to note that for the first time, lay people will not only participate in the Synod of Bishops' Assembly, but they will also have the ability to vote on the final document. Of the more than 50 women voting, one is Nicaraguan sister Valadares, who is known as the Tweety Nun. She's the co-founder of iMission, an organization supporting the presence of the church in the digital world. The delegates, including the religious and lay people, have been asked to discuss 
the questions posed in the recently published Instrumentum Laboris, that's a guide and workbook for the gathering that is around hot button issues in the church, such as women deacons, priestly celibacy, and LGBTQ outreach. In that same document, they are encouraged, those who will be involved in the Synod and those who will have the right to vote, to listen to the Holy Spirit and quote, discern the sign of the times. This is a work made here and it symbolizes the work for peace. Yes, that's for you. This is for you. This is about photos of every every animal. I, I said to Stefan Stucks, I said, listen, I feel like uh, these people are coming down heavy on me. They, they call me a jerk. They, I feel I, I need to... Going, uh, growing controversies, Germans are choosing to disassociate themselves from the church. Over 5,000 people have left the German Catholic Church in 2022. The exodus has gone up by 45% in just one year. The German Catholic Church has been riddled with serial allegations of priests abusing children in congregations. According to a 2018 study, in the last 70 years, over 1,600 clergy, clergymen had uh, committed sexual offences against minors. Last year, there were legal battles over compensatory payments. For the commission looking into the sexual abuse of minors in the Portuguese Catholic Church said it has documented over 4,800 victims. It said this was only the tip of the iceberg. Four years ago, Pope Francis promised to root out paedophilia within the church when many sex abuse cases came to light around the world. In Nicaragua, President Daniel Ortega is taking aim at a new adversary. The Catholic Church. For two weeks now, police have surrounded the house of Bishop Rolando Jose Alvarez. Roman Catholic Diocese of San Diego let parishioners know of potential trouble ahead. It's considering filing for bankruptcy over hundreds of sexual abuse claims that would cost the diocese hundreds of millions of dollars. CBS 8's Ariana Cohen went to Corpus Christi Catholic Church in Bonita to see how parishioners are reacting. The Roman Catholic Diocese of San Diego is considering filing for bankruptcy in the coming months. According to this letter signed by the Bishop of San Diego, Robert Cardinal McElroy. Reverend Efren Batista told CBSA they mailed these letters out to parishioners this weekend to keep them informed on the situation. However, many parishioners I spoke to at Mass today said they never received the letter in the mail. In the 1950s and 60s, it is estimated that almost 90% of the population of Ireland went to weekly Mass. 
There was rarely an event or social gathering that didn't have a religious element. However, in 2021, a survey conducted by the Association of Catholic Priests found that only about 30% of Irish Catholics attend Mass on a weekly basis. But still, the latest census figures recorded that 78% of the population still identify as Catholic. To explore this, I went to County Monaghan and sat down with Father Owen Gorman. So everything you just saw took me about, I don't know, two minutes to find, three minutes maybe. I thought it was going to take me forever. I asked a friend of mine, hey man, do you have a montage of all the bad things that were going on in the in the church in like the last week? <laughs> and uh, I was putting it off, putting it off. I said, oh, forget about it. Let me see if I can find it. And literally, all I went to was Catholic Catholic channels. It was, I mean, there was two news channels, I think, that... I stumbled upon during the search was the one with the the Germany uh, 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 the German uh, news channel and then the one on Portugal was it, yeah Portugal and then that one in uh, uh, San Diego. The rest were Catholic channels. So and I've had I've had you know priests tell me said man you the cat the Catholic professional Catholics out there we you guys aren't getting a good name and if you look at it look at what we as we I'll include me. Look what we produce. Is it more of a joy, hope, beauty, true, good, and beautiful? Or do we capitalize on the negativity, the bad, the ugly, and the hideous? It looks like you can't swing a dead cat, pun intended with the dog, without seeing the bad. It's just the horrible. And we're focused. It's, it's just like news. If it bleeds, it leads. Sex sells. All that stuff. That's the re reason why that's... You know, marketing, that's why you got the, you know, the cute lady on the billboard. Get your eyeballs on it. They don't put it up just because I get a cute lady. They know it attracts who they want to shoot for. Uh, they know if you, if you put on something terrifying in a preview, you're not going to click off the channel during a commercial break. You're going to wait and see what that story is all about. And maybe when that story comes, it's a dud and you're like, man, I, I wasted all that time just to hear a little dud message. I thought you were going to scare the, you know what, out of me. Uh, during September 11th, how many people were glued to their TVs? What bad things going on? I'm just fear, 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 fear. You know, be afraid, be afraid, be upset. And there was nothing. If they had like, you know, hey, look at this kitten that just got birthed or a rhino or anything like that. Or look at the, you know, this heroic guy over here that just saved this kid from the pool. That's no one's going to care. You know, and be honest. Look at the news. If they had stuff like that, would you watch? I mean, I'll turn on local news, see what's going on in the local area, keep up with the local government, and that's really it. Check out the weather. That's it. You can check that out on an app, too, or online. But how does it with, with, the, with us? What is our goal? Our goal, that black puck right there. Our goal is heaven. Our goal is to be a saint. Our goal is to become better and better every day in sports. I know people hate it when I bring up sports, but it is. You can see a parallel in the things of that. If, if you're... When we were playing, when I was playing ball, we were, there was a three-on-three -three tournament. I remember, and I I basically picked the team that that guy could rebound, that guy could pass it to me, and the, we were going to win. And I had the referees talking trash to me, and I loved it. It's beautiful. I I craved if I knew I could get in their heads, it was over. A distraction. If I could get them distracted off their game, and I wouldn't talk. I didn't wasn't a big talker. I wasn't like Gary Payton, if you know who that is. He would talk, you know what, all the time. 
Bird, he was a big trash talker. I really wasn't. Every so often, if you really started getting me, maybe it was, you know, in a Billy Hose type deal, I would, you know, maybe start yapping. Not usually. I just wore him down and I knew I could get it because I was a little skinny white dude and I could, I could, yep, it was the underdog. So I used that as an advantage to me to get other people distracted. I knew how to get others distracted easily. I mean, you could elbow, whatever, wasn't going to take my focus off it. We used to say before games, get your mind up, get your mind right. And always, you know, coach would even tell, you know, stay away from distractions. They use that. Cheerleaders were distractions, all that stuff. People in the crowds, your parents, things like that. I remember uh, the movies, like baseball movies, like for the love of the game, when uh, Kevin Costner's character goes clear of the mechanism and takes all the noise and other distractions out and focuses, hones in on the target of the catcher. Uh, his other movie, uh, Bull Durham, when he's in the batter's box and he's talking about quick pitch, quick pitch. Annie, Annie who's, who's Annie? Get the, get the girl out of your head. He calls timeout and get, steps, out, steps out of the batter's box. Uh, was it the, the replacements? The uh, movie, uh, oh, what's his face? The guy that's uh, uh, John Wick. Uh, I just forgot the character, the guy's name. Someone's going to write it down in the show notes. Um, <laughs> I can't think of his name. Anyways, there's a there's a scene in there when all the cheerleaders all dance and shake and, you know, try, really try to distract the other team. And they do. Where the other, they ended up jumping off sides and the coach goes, hey, can you get those ladies to stop doing that for five seconds? Uh, so there's distractions everywhere. And all those distractions try to get our focus off what we're trying to do, the task at hand to go somewhere else. And so that's the whole thing with uh, with anything. I mean, war. You got you to gotta stay focused on what you're doing. Uh, I'll play a Jocko clip here in a minute. But one of the things, it's all those, what is not necessary? What can you control? What can you not control? Yes, I do a lot of news shows. I, that's how I got back in the faith, really, was through changing my viewpoint on politics and things like that. So I've already studied a lot of that stuff anyways, and I don't have to get dig deep into what's going on and how I had to make sense out of that. That's why I can go through literally on Twitter or something, and I use my personal one for the news stories. I can just see it, click, I know where I'm going, bam, 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 retweet, 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 and I'll use that for clown planning. I'll, I'll, I'll put in a span of two hours allocate whatever it is for two to three hours of that day, one day only, that I'm going to focus on that. And I put all that out for a whole week of stuff that I've accumulated uh, for your on your behalf, so you don't have to do it. Because you guys, a lot of people don't follow a lot of stuff while I'm digging. I'm digging out stuff that, you know, most people aren't looking at. And I got a couple of people that will send me things, uh, and uh, they'll direct message me with a site that I might not have seen or something like that. So I'm very appreciative of that. But I try to do it so concise that it, you're not spending all your time looking at other that stuff. Now, the idea behind that is to know kind of like the weather. You see the storm moving in. You know what's coming up. Okay, I can prepare a focus on what, I'm, what the task is at hand, knowing what the enemy is about to do or what the, uh, what's going against us in a sense. I don't want to harp on it for 24 hours. I want to, you know, like how people were talking about the Dodgers for over a week or two weeks. Some still talk about it. And by the way... They're first in the West, in the NL West. That event had nothing to do with them. They had did no, no negative uh, effects of that. We're still talking to them like, hey, yeah, we did something. It didn't do anything for the Dodgers. Sure, it might have hit the, the major leagues in the pocketbook a little bit, but it didn't do anything. So our focus was that. Let's try to bring it and then do a thing. Did we convert a heart? I don't know. Probably not. The abortion issue. You got the Roe v. Wade down, uh, went down. 
you see it all over the place, kind of like the ball's going out of hand. He's still focused, the dog's still focused on the task at hand. And what's coming up down the road, I guarantee, I'll bet you anything you want. If if somebody that we don't want in the in the White House in the next couple, in the next election, whatever, they're going to get SCOTUS people that are going to vote against us when our boys in the, our boy, when our guys in the SCOTUS that we think is on our team die. You'll have Road v. Wade 2 come in. 2.0 will show up. What are we going to do about it? How's that change our salvation? None, none of this changes the way we should be. And even the news of the church that we brought in, uh, the one, the kissing book uh, and all that, the uh, uh, the, da- the the gay dancer at the Vatican, the, uh, uh, say, Freemason infiltration at the Vatican. We all know all that stuff. That shouldn't be, you know, bad popes, good popes. It doesn't matter. Is You hear the rock. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what goes on in Rome. In a sense, it does matter for grace. Yes, I get that. Yes. But in your particular focus of becoming a saint now and growing in holiness now, that has nothing to do with you. should even look, don't pay attention to one thing that goes on in Rome. Set Picture all those hockey pucks right there as thing, news from Rome. And you're focused on reading the scriptures. You catch that. Or focus on reading the saints. Or focus on growing on... Uh, the virtue of, uh, you know, uh, getting a, eradicate a vice or something like that, getting rid of pride and growing in humility. You're focused on that one target where you got all this other stuff. Not because you check on Twitter, you can see it now, especially since they just, uh, they're paying people now for tweets. So now you can spend all day on Twitter and raise money in a sense on ads. Somehow, I don't know how they do it, subscriptions or whatever. And they've got checks, you know, five digit checks, 10,000, 27,000. You got, Mr. Beast out there telling everyone, hey, you know, give me the best comment and I'll give you all the money of whoever gets the most clicks. Well, that just stimulates people to stay online even more and to either take someone else's uh, tweet or video or meme or whatever, post it up as their own so that they can get those clicks, they can get that revenue and they will spend more time online distracted from what you're supposed to be doing and focused on something else. Yeah, and again, you see that in news. You see these weird stories pop up. The Biden, the cocaine, the cocaine gate, or uh, the you know, stuff in his garage, or uh, just you know the, the 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 balloon, the Chinese balloon gate, the a couple months ago. They, these distractions, all the what's really going on? It's trying to take your focus off here. You see it on the news. Why are they talking about this? What does this have to do with the price of tea in China? And then it takes you away. You're, everyone is now yapping over here about this when something over here like a CBDC or ID or something like that's coming down the pike and nobody's talking about that. Again, in the politics list, you're looking at that stuff, the uh, the 4IR, that's the hockey puck. But everyone's got all this other nonsense coming at them all different ways. Elections, whatever. But in the faith, again, this the red puck say that's a bad that's you know what France is doing in Rome right now or the the purple ball is the the uh, p and the Christ and the p thing the guy that get you know got the the artist or whatever his name is that you know did the the uh, p Christ and the crucifix yeah that's bad but why is that a story that we talk about for twenty four hours why is all this other stuff why is that something we're talking about all the time the dancer Vatican did that thing on Florida, Martyrs of Florida. You think those guys knew? They didn't even know who the Pope was. And they laid down their lives for the faith. They did definitely, if they did know who it was, they definitely didn't know what he was doing during the day. 
They definitely didn't see all his uh, you know, tweets. He didn't have Twitter. They didn't see what he, what he was talking about. They didn't see any interviews. They didn't see him talking. They didn't see who came into the, Ro- the Vatican to shake his hand, who didn't shake his hand, who he slapped on the hand, whatever. He didn't, they didn't see any of that back in the day. They didn't know. I mean, it took back, you know, 200 years ago or even less. They, they didn't know if the Pope died. It took months for them to figure out he died. And then if he got reelected, it's like, you know, hey, you know, that might take another couple weeks or a month later to figure out who just got elected. And he, like the father just spent, he's on the wall over there. He, when he's, you know, converting the, you know, the Rocky Mountain Indians, uh, you think the Indians care? I mean, yeah, they got a they got a letter back from Pius the Ninth that one time, and they partied for a week for it. You think they knew the the life story behind Pius the Ninth? Probably not. You think they knew who he talked to that week? No, that letter probably took a month to get there or whatever. I don't know. How, I still don't know how they got the letter. You know, some parcel guy come up, hey, telegram here for you know, <laughs> blazing saddles, telegram from Hongo. Uh but you see where I'm going with that? So you see all these stories and all these other videos that come out with, now someone's going to come up, oh, Steve's upset because he's done get it. I just posted a link to the vote video today on the Martyrs of Brazil. I never heard of these guys before. And I accidentally stumbled on it because I'm starting to put uh, butlers in Spanish up on the website. And a friend of mine's helping to read it into the channel. I got the Spanish channel. So I was looking at these guys because if you look at English version, there's only like three for today. You know, today's the 15th. But if you look on the Spanish, there was like 12, 13. Like, who are these people? I had no clue. So I'm looking, I have to translate myself because I wish I could learn, uh, I wish I learned new Spanish to do it. But these guys, there were 39 of these guys, Jesuits, they were from Portugal and another uh, thing, Spain as well. And they basically off the coast of Brazil, and they ran into some French Huguenots who hated the the faith, and they slaughtered them badly on the coast. They were they were Huguenot pirates, and uh, I was like, how many people know about these guys? I thought it was a really cool. It was a short story, but it's I did, you know looked up some photos. There's photos of these guys, and one of them's holding a uh, the the uh, the image from uh, Saint Mary Major, I think it was. Uh, the icon, they threw that priest in the ocean and he drowned after they, I think they sliced the throat or something like that. But, you know, a story like that, but yet we, we don't know those guys. We don't know about that. But we know about everything that happened in Rome at the Vatican at, you know, for hours. And we're focused, lasered. We got 30-minute videos of them dancing like the one at the thing. We got 30-minute, hour-long videos of, you know, what Tucker Carlson is doing. And he, what? What's our focus? And it's kind of like I mentioned on News from the Pew the other day. This isn't trying to trash anybody else. It's trying to make us better. That whole iron sharpens iron thing. It's one of those things like, that's not calling you out and calling people, you know, you're terrible and things like that. It's not name calling. We're trying to make everyone better. That's the whole goal. If we all, you know, that whole like unite the clans thing is, is yeah. What, if we united on becoming, pushing the true, good, and beautiful, sure, your numbers might take a hit. Was you know was was that for the intern for just for uh, Judgment Day? I mean, was was it good to profit the whole to gain the whole world and lose your soul? I mean, what is the good if we're making you know a million vo- mil- Hey, I got a million subscribers. Okay, great. How many of them are hardcore? Do they know everything about the? I have one buddy of mine te- texts me. He goes, "Well, thanks to this guy, I know every cent about the Pope since he started, but I didn't know about this." And it was talking because I, I, I sent him a link on the uh, uh, story about the woman with. Uh, 
blood issues being Veronica. And Eusebius talks about her. And he was, and he knew the church fathers. He goes, man, I knew that, and I still forgot about that. He goes, man, I wish more people would talk about that. And yes, that converts people. Could talking about the terrible, the bad, and all this not only distracts people, but also does it convert anybody? Tell me anybody. You know what? I heard about how bad I saw the dancing going on. And you know, it converted me. Now there is that 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 story about the uh, the Jewish businessman that uh, got was going to get uh, baptized by the one priest, and he was headed to Rome. I think he was in France, and the priest was like, "I, I got to get him baptized now. He's never going to do. He's going to see Rome. He's going to see the corruption and all that." And, He's never going to convert. And the guy ended up coming back and seeking him out and saying, all right, I want to convert. And he goes, Wait, didn't you go to Rome? He goes, yeah. Did you see the corruption? He goes, yeah. Did you see the, the insanity that goes on? Yeah. He goes, you still want to convert? He goes, yeah. And he goes, why? He goes, well, honestly, I'm a good Jewish businessman. If this thing was ran by people, this has to be the church ran by God because it was ran by men. That thing wouldn't have lasted a fortnight. So there's truth to that, which all that bad news should give you pause, knowing that, hey, you know, maybe that maybe God didn't know what he was talking about when he said the gates of hell would not prevail, and uh, we should not worry. I mean, he is in charge. I mean, got a whole story with that one cleric, the cardinal that was in prison by one of Napoleon's uh, henchmen, and the guy said, I'm going to destroy your church. And he goes, good luck. And we've been trying to do it for centuries. I can't figure it out. I mean, again, this is the same time. How many of these prelates are trying, seem to be trying to do that, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. They'll end up dying off. They're not... These guys aren't spurring chickens. You know, who, do you think, who do you think these guys are dying off? We will win the war of attrition anyways. What's that whole pray, hope, don't worry thing? That's just a bumper sticker for most people. No, pray, hope, don't worry. Man, we tell other people to do that, but when we want to do it, and nah, 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 it's actually, forget about it. We're going to complain, tweet, and be upset. And this, looking at the news like this is going to make you mad, get you angry, get your ire up. Doesn't bring peace, doesn't bring joy. I mean, that three cheers for joy. The Archbishop, uh, the Bishop of Vietnam during Theophane Venard's day, you know, his all his priests were getting killed. Everyone was getting decapitated, all left and right. And three cheers for joy. I mean, I mean, the the the, the, uh, the Carthusian uh, altarpiece right there. It's just joyfully walking. They walked and got gutted, hung, drawn, quartered, gutted. Their heart ripped out. Put it in a phrase. Face, all that. Get that book by Father Nixon. It really gets deep into what they did to these people back in the day. And anyway, let me play a little Jocko clip. Getting caught up all the times in little things that will not affect the outcome unless they let it. So I see some white belt below them in the chain of commands going all crazy, grabbing their sleeve, and this leader on the top like gets concerned about it and puts time and effort into something that doesn't matter whether it's a little personality rub a little ego uprising it's a, should we do it this way or should we do it that way it doesn't matter that's a little sleeve grab it doesn't matter and i see people getting caught up on things that don't matter all the time and what i've realized is it's something that i figured out a long time ago, I don't know when, but a long time ago, I figured out, you know what? That thing doesn't matter. I'm not going to worry about it. That thing doesn't matter. I'm not going to worry about it. That thing doesn't matter. I'm not going to worry about it. That thing matters. I'm going to focus on that thing. Mm. And that makes that makes a big, a big, big, big difference. It's, it's leadership capital. Because if I'm investing my leadership capital and getting your hand off my sleeve or trying to do it my way instead of your way or trying to keep your ego in check... 
if that's what I'm investing my leadership capital is, I have nothing left to invest in the thing that actually matters. Just like if you're a black belt and someone guy's grabbing your sleeve and you focus on pulling that hand off your whole time, you're gonna waste energy. And maybe you even give up position because you're because you're focused on something that did not matter. Yeah, sure. There's is it does it matter what's going on, Rome? To a point, yes. Is there anything we can change in that? You can't change the papacy. We can't change anything, but we can become saints, and that would bring grace, and that would be able. Maybe we can merit some good uh, good clerics in there instead of trashing them. Let's how about we pray for them? How about we we do more prayer and penance instead of. 15, 20, 30 minutes, ah, God forbid, an hour on Twitter. What if we're doing that is silence, meditation. Ah, we're going to do a podcast on silence one of these days. I did it on the Twitter thing when the other day. I just went just went for about an hour and still recorded it. But anyways, yeah, if you're focused on this, watching a video for an hour, and then how's the piety? Did that grow you in piety? Be truthful. So... It is inf- important to realize and to learn to differentiate between things that don't matter and things that do matter. And in order to tell the difference between those two things, you have to be able to detach. And when he when he mentions detach, it means step away from the situation, look around, and figure things out. That's what he's not mentioning is like detachment is in the sense of. Maybe what Thomas Aquinas teaches, but he's talking about like uh, one of his one of his first attachments was trying to figure out there was all this fire and nobody the leader wasn't given the right order. So what he did was he, he he brought his weapon up, took a step back, surveyed the area, and then busted out a command, and then everyone followed it. So he wasn't able to at that time. You saw what was going on. You had to take a step back to figure out what is the whole plan, what is going on, what is over here, what the context of this. And anything like that. And I'm not trying to spin anybody's comments or anything like that. It's as in saying that somebody's comments get thrown in and this wasn't read or anything like that. But all right, somebody keep, you know, if you keep saying, oh, he's an anti-pope or he's a heretic, what good does that do for you? You can still go to hell under a saintly good, the greatest pope in the history of the world still had help people going to hell. You could be one of them. The worst pope in the history of the church. You could be a great saint. That has nothing to do with what you're trying to do every day. What goes on in Rome, nothing to do with that. Focus on the task at hand. You're, it's up to you, ownership, as, as Jocko talks about. It's up to you to pray, to, fo- to pray well, to focus on what you're doing. And, and you know, read, you know, read Climacus on that and talk about how the prayer, and then not just mumble jumbo and you know just throwing words together, but focus on every word. That's the whole idea of no idle words and all this. It's not supposed to be just random, just repetition of just saying you know same thing over and over. There's supposed to be some heart involved in it, and that's where he's talking. That's where the uh, saints talk about that. And I just and that's you, know, you hear there are some tweets out the other day about this, and I thought you know that he's making some sense. A lot of people hated it, but I got what he was talking about. It's it's not just rattling off there, just like a checklist. You have to focus on what you do, just like when you're playing ball and you're practicing and you're. Every effort means something. There's no wasted time. When I was playing and I was shooting, not just shooting, I was trying to make 100 in each spot behind the arc. Every shot was not, I mean, there were sometimes I would just lose my train of thought and I had to reel it back. And when I start focusing again, I start nailing it because I was wasting time. If you weren't focused on it, you were just doing it, throwing through the motions, then you got worse. You didn't get better. Same thing in this. If you're focused all the time to get better, as one of the saints say, there's, uh, it was the line about the 
uh, I think it was, what is it, Cyprian, talking to a lady. He says, I just want to stay the same way. And he goes, well, you're trying to do the impossible. You, you can only go forward, you go backward. You can't stay the same. Same thing. It's up to you to want to read spiritual uh, re, spiritual books and good books. I mean, I get books sent to me all the time from publishers. I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not interested in a lot of these. I'm interested in what can make me better. And yeah, that's why I'll do the podcast on. I'll spend my time doing the ones on the books that may help, that I think would help me, that help, they can help me, they can help someone else. If it's just a book, like there was one guy that sent me one, now you said, asked me if I wanted it. I told him no. Uh, future was like, what what posts could be in the future? I'm like, well, that was a waste of time. Who knows? That has nothing to do. That's just all pure, almost made for TV drama. It's, it's stuff that's not, not going to be any resourceful for anything. It's, it's a meaningless book. But yet people love that. So, but yeah, ownership. It's up to you to mental prayer. It's up to you to pray right. It's up to you to do vigils. It's up to you to fast. Whatever happens from Rome, not cat can't affect you one bit on you doing what you need to be doing. And step back. And obviously, this is the same thing, not just with jujitsu, not just with leadership, not just with combat, because it's the same thing in combat. You're gonna have things that don't things that are happening on the battlefield that don't matter. Little, hey, guy's moving here instead of there. That doesn't matter. Oh, this guy's moving there, so it doesn't matter. The enemy's doing this. Okay, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait, the enemy did that thing? That matters. Or one of my guys did this thing? That matters. So how do you learn to discriminate between the two? You have to be able to detach from it. That's what you have to do. You have to be able to detach. And if you if you don't learn to detach... You're going to constantly get tripped up on things that don't really matter. And I'll tell you, the more, the better you get, the less things matter. The better you get, the less things matter. So if you start not paying attention to the Rome report, the stuff coming out of Rome, maybe that your focus will come on to how can it gain, how can I become better? How can I make my family better? How can I make my siblings better? How can I make my my parish, my friends better? Instead of worrying, hey, you see what's going on in Rome? I was on, you know, a buddy of mine asked me on a podcast the other day, what do you think about it? I go, dude, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I do not keep up with it. I mean, like that, that montage I said, I had to look it up and, and check out and find these things. It, unfortunately, it did not take me long to find them. And the better you get, the more the more important things matter. Mm-hmm. So you you end up just wasting no energy on things that don't matter and focusing all your energy on things that actually matter. And this is the difference, man. Like, per, I'll just use me for example. This week, I think I put together about 60 videos this week, maybe 70. I lost count. It's Spanish and English. And I had a couple other things in between and a podcast and like, uh, some other stuff. And uh, redoing a few things. And on top of that, created about... 60 links for the website, maybe. I'm at a gig space. I hope I didn't break the website. I don't know if I can add anymore. I got to check tomorrow. I'll check Monday. But if I was focused on, if I took the distractions of what Twitter was going on, uh, people are like, you know, how come you didn't text me back? I'll have the phone. If someone calls, I see it then. The phone's right in front of me. So if my wife calls or texts or someone, I, I can see it and I can either pick up or what if it's an emergency. And other than that, focused on getting stuff done, getting what I, my task at hand done, disciplining it to get it done. And at the end, I'll go play with the kids. I'd like, you know, when they wake up from a nap and all that. And between all that, I had before and after, 
I might get some stuff done, but when they go to bed, like right now, or early in the morning after they get up, so I can get stuff so that we can go play and have that time as kids and me to be able to, as a family, to do things instead of just being behind there and playing on Twitter all day long. No, if I do that, I won't get anything done. And this is how you win in jujitsu. This is how you win as a leader. This is how you win in combat. And this is truly how you win in life. Think about all the things. You know what you used to talk about a lot? You haven't done it in a while. You used to talk about distractions, how things can distract you. That's totally true. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The things that distract you from what actually matters. So you you have to figure out how to detach from those things. Position in October of 1942, during the second battle of El Alamein, and so he was stuck in this administrative position, so he just went AWOL and went to the front line and joined the fight and got after it. And one of the things that he wrote, he said, to be sentimental or emotional now is dangerous to oneself and to others. So what is he talking about? You can't get emotional. You can't get sentimental. You can't get caught up in things that don't matter. After his return from Africa, this guy, Keith Douglas, he wrote a book about his experience. Here's a little excerpt. You can kind of think about what this guy has been through that taught him these lessons. Here we go. As I came up to them, I recognized one of them as Robin, the observation officer whose aid I had been asking for earlier in the day. I recognized his fleece lines, fleece lined suede waistcoat and polished brass shoulder titles and then his face strained and tired with pain. His left foot was smashed to a pulp, mingled with the remainder of a boot. But as I spoke to Robin, saying, have you got a tourniquet, Robin? He answered apologetically, I'm afraid I haven't, Keith. I looked at the second man. Only his clothes distinguished him as a human being. His face had gone. In place of it was a huge yellow vegetable. The eyes blinked in it without lashes and a grotesque huge mouth dribbled and moaned like a child exhausted with crying. So there's an example of a horrible situation that you have to learn to detach and you have to be able to focus on things that actually matter because as Keith Douglas said to be sentimental or emotional now is dangerous to oneself and to others now as I was digging into a little bit of Keith Douglas and we'll, we'll get to Keith Douglas fully on the podcast but he he added to that line he added another line that I want to hit as well. To be sentimental or emotional now is dangerous to oneself and to others. And he continues, to trust anyone or to admit any hope of a better world is criminally foolish. As foolish as it is to stop working for it. 
When you're striving to become successful, one of the hardest things to do is to not let others distract you. In today's day and age, that's one of the truest things of all time. Because when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? Check social media to see what your friends are doing or people that you know or look up to are doing with their time, their energy, and their money. And you're striving to become more like them every single day, but you're not focusing enough on yourself. So you need to make sure that you don't let all what everybody else is doing distract you and focus on what you need to make important to yourself and in your life because it's not about what other people are doing it's all about what you're doing and how you're handling your situation in life and how you're building upon all the thing that you have and everything that you want and need to grow to learn and to figure out the best way to go about life every single day and figure out how you can do that with the most efficiency and the most profitability that you possibly can and a great way to avoid all these distractions is to wake up early at a time when nobody else is up and you won't have anybody distract you and you have no other but to focus on your goals and your dreams and what you truly want to accomplish in life. Because if you wake up at five o'clock in the morning, nobody else is going to want to talk to you at five o'clock in the morning because nobody's going to be awake and they're all going to be sleeping in until around seven or eight o'clock. So it's going to give you three to four hours of just time to look at what you need to do for the rest of the day and focus on your goals and what you truly want to accomplish. I always say that discipline is the root of all good qualities, but you have to absolutely apply it to things outside of just waking up early. It's everything. It's working out every day, making yourself stronger and faster and more flexible and healthier. Discipline is eating the right foods to fuel your system. It's about disciplining your emotions so you can make good decisions. It's about having the discipline to control your ego so your ego doesn't get out of hand and control you. It's about treating people the way you would want to be treated and doing the tasks that you don't necessarily want to do, but that you know will help you or help your team. You know, I always wanted to be... So yeah, how you do with discipline on it. Discipline yourselves to... Hey, you see a, you see a clickbait title? That's going to talk about the bad, the ugly, and the, you know, maybe get your, uh, you know, looks like it's curiosity type deal. You can get, as Father Ripker has on there, about the uh, the neg- negativity. It's a title of something, the problems about negativity. Or uh, you can get, and uh, Fawaz, a.k.a. Enoch, he's talked about that, that you can get into this negative outlook and just look at everything. It's just bad, and just your brain gets trans gets trained to see that way and again doesn't it grow in piety or anything like that no it usually grows in yelling or anger or calling people names and uh, even things that you go i have to go to confession for is one guy it was on matt frad's show uh, i talked about it. he goes he got off twitter because he thought he was committing mortal sin every day and you see the, the just the, the go back and forth with people and you might look at it and go hey i wonder what they're talking about now or these personal vendettas and this it's the talk about a huge distraction you wonder like what are they doing they make you talk about making us making, making us all look bad it's just stuff like that it's just the name called the f-bombs you know just the, the brutal attacks yeah just the personal vendettas it's just unreal but you have to have the discipline to say you know i'm not looking at that i'm not i'm gonna avoid that and i'm gonna look at something like this it's not easy to it's not sexy to look at the lives of the saints it is sexy to look at what's going down in the oh, What's the new TMZ? What's the new stuff going on down here? Everybody clicks on it. They, TMZ has a lot of viewers. Uh, people that talk about history usually don't. The the guys that bring up, you know, soap operas have been along for years and years, decades. Everybody knows they have their own magazines, they have their own little TV guys, things. 
they're around forever because people love drama. You know, you know, it's again not to say not to try to compare the EWTN. Not too many people are chiming in the EWTN. And it's just, just you look at the TV, the you know, they're, they're, you know so, soap operas can go on their own. EWTN needs a little help because nobody's just going to quit. You know what? I think I'm going to watch Father Pacwa today. <laughs> no, no one wakes up in the morning and says that. But they do say, oh, I can't wait for this new show coming. Oh, look, it's, it airs in four hours. We're going to set our reminder to it. Yeah. Anyways. So anyway, I figured uh, this was on my mind for the last couple of days, especially since I saw that the dog video. And I just thought that was perfect. All this stuff going on, you know, it's kind of like the good video. You know, this stuff's going down, good. You know, this, you know, church, these things are being canceled, good. You know, kind of, as one father says, it's kind of like getting some water thrown in your face. Makes you focus on what's important. Focus on what you're doing. Gets your mind right. So that when in spiritual combat, you're not as weak. You're not flabby. You get exercise. You get the ascetics. You get to start loving the fast. You get looking forward to fasting. You get, hey, this is what I'm doing penance for now. You're looking at, hey, why am I doing the, the Fatima devotions? You know, why am I doing the Holy Face devotions? These are, you know, cool, you know, nice devotions. If you don't know what they are, they're just like any other devotions. But if you recognize what they are and why you're doing it, and you know, get get hardcore disciplined in doing it every day, and get almost create a habit. Then there comes meaning behind it. Then it has become profitable on it. You're not just doing it because you're doing it, or someone else is cool doing it, or no, it becomes meaningful. And there's here, I'm going to I'm going to the first Saturday because I want to help this. I want to do penance because I want to do this. I'm fasting because of this. You're doing it for a proactive way instead of just negative or just thinking, oh, well, I got to do this. and It stinks. You know, you get your mind right, everything. Three cheers for joy. Embrace the suck. It's going to get worse. The whole idea of, you know, Christ you know, Christ did say you're going to, the people love, the people hated him. They're going to hate you because they hate him first. If Kind of like if they love you, okay, maybe you're not doing something right. I, just maybe that, maybe, I don't know, maybe something on there. It's kind of like, you know, when James and John was uh, telling, hey, you know, they, they just blasphemed, they just, you know, insulted our Lord, the Samaritans did. And he goes, hey, let's, can we throw, uh, send down thunder from heaven to, to take them out? And, you know, Christ was kind of like, yeah, you guys weren't listening to what I was saying. You know, don't, no, 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 you're not doing that. Charity goes a long way. Anyways, God loves you. I hope this was not a big babble, blabbing experience. Uh, the goal is to get everyone better again is i'm not trying to call anybody out but i want to make everyone you have a team meeting not to lose not to get your team you have a team meeting to get the team to win to get everybody on focus on what's the, the uh, focus on what's important and to strive for that we had team meetings usually every time you have a team meeting everyone gets focused and you win because everyone's united on the page together that's the true unity let's get united on what to do joy hope True, beautiful, apologetics, scripture study, the, the church fathers. Let's learn from the Hall of Famers. Forget about all that other negative stuff. That stuff will be handled. As one priest said, God's in control. He knows what he's doing. He meets the, the job description. What's our jobs? What's our state in life? It goes into the state of life. Your state of life is being a husband and father. It's probably not looking up what's going on in Rome every day. Let's not look at what's going on. The Senate's going down. Okay, great. 
It's not. It's probably not going to be great. It's probably not going to be a good thing. What can we do about it? you and I? What can we do about it? Tweeting won't do it. If you get calluses on your fingers from tweeting, just to get the Elon uh, Musk, uh, Elon Musk dollars at the end of the day, maybe you're not going to do anything. I don't, I don't think the tweets are going to convert anybody. But getting on your knees and uh, doing the stuff when no one else has seen you doing it, that might get you somewhere. Anyway, God love you. Uh, talk to you soon, and uh, have a great weekend.